Welcome to 3 in History. My name is Solana. I'm Keith. I'm Jacob. I just want to let you know that you can find us by searching nerdybones.poddream.com. And we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else you can listen to your podcast. Also like us on Facebook at 3 in History Podcast and leave us a review as we greatly appreciate it, guys. All right. I'm excited to get back into this. This is our first part two that we've got that we've done together. So this is the Salem Witch Trials part two. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. That was an awesome opening song. Huh? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> dude, what was the name of that band again? Uh, Delta Ray. Delta Ray. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So Beautiful uh, voice. So if you guys, last time, uh, do you guys want to give them a rundown of the our like key characters of our last episode? We talked about Thomas Putnam, who had a slave named Tichiba, who was part of the Wabanaki tribe. Excuse me there. That oh, we actually the... had to look that up last time. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. We did. Um, it's the Wabanaki tribe. She was known for making a urine cake or a quote-unquote witch's cake to break people of witch's possession. When Thomas Putnam actually testified against 62 accused witches. 62 accused witches. Yeah. Um, That means he would just like at the drop of the hat be like, oh, yeah, she, this guy's got a rash. It's her fault. I'll go testify. Yeah. Yeah. That's so brutal. Hopefully like he's... Well, we'll get into it. Suffering in a, somewhere. I how many right. women were in the town. And we'll get into it in a little bit, but uh, a lot of times people accuse another person of witchcraft just to get the upper hand on them. Yeah. That was just like a societal thing at the time, sadly enough. Like, that's how you could get one up on somebody. Oh, yeah. Someone Take slept control. with my wife, so oh, they're I'm going to go. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just, just horrible, man. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt. Oh, yeah, no. And uh, lastly, we also talked about Samuel Paris and his daughter, Betty. And Betty also had a cousin named Abigail. And those two were accused of witchery, correct? Yeah, yeah. That's what's kind of crazy because it all starts with uh, Paris. And yeah. He, and like we were talking about in the last episode, and he comes to town and starts to like not being happy with the money that he's making and tries to like strong arm the people of the town to pay his wages. You know, like, and that's kind of screwed up. But at the time, that was a thing. Yeah. You know, like uh, the the main chapel or religious center of the town. A lot of time was it's town square. It's where the laws were made and shit like that. So where we're picking up now is the aforementioned Tichuba has been taken into custody. She's more or less confessing because they, they the torture is actually pretty disgusting and like mm-hmm. i didn't write any of it down but they didn't they didn't like cut or anything like that but it's more like psychological like locking up like solitary confinement and shit like that and their their whole concept is like it's much easier to get a conviction when you get a confession ah so this is how you get a confession like whether they did it or not Let's put them in this room until they're like, okay, let me out of here. I did it. Whatever you're telling me. Yeah, they finally confessed because they were just over the torture. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Imagine yourself stuck in a closet with no windows and and 
maybe just a little bit of breeze coming under, under the door and everything's made of concrete and in, Massa- hard in Massachusetts, like how humid that shit would be. Or freezing if it was during the winter Well, time. this would be during the winter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's during the winter. And think about it, they, they didn't let them out, so they're having to use the restroom in there, and God well, forbid, hopefully of, they, they yeah. ate, but I doubt they'd feed them. There was a lot of women and men that just passed away because they were locked away for so long. Yeah. They're just thrown in a hole. Some scary fucking shit, man. Like, all you'd have, yeah. to, do, all you'd have to do is piss somebody off. Oh, they're a witch. Okay, so now we're going to get into the early part of March, and at this point, there's uh, seven people that are accused, and basically, there's nobody in town yet that's got the authority to give a trial. Okay. So right now, they have these people in custody, and like, okay, so, you know, by the law of, like, Boston and all that, like we talked about in the last episode, like, somebody has to be given a trial. They can't just, you can't just be like, oh, let's burn them at the stake. Yeah. So, of course, everybody's number one suspect was Tichaba. Naturally. You know, because she was of a different color. And, of course, you know, when they take her into custody, she's given the treatment. You know, they get, are you a witch, blah, 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 blah. But, again, nobody can do anything until these two guys get to town. John Hawthorne and John Corwin. Those are the two people that are allowed to decide whether she gets a trial or not. Nice. So if they decide to give a trial, then they obviously tried and then, you know, either put to death or let go, which probably put to death. Well, she does, um, she deserves a trial, quote unquote, by the Constitution. They're, they're just trying to decide whether she uh, legally can be put on trial for being a witch. Okay, that's what, yeah, that was what yeah. my question was, was yeah. does, ever, does everybody get a trial in this, in this sense? It's, it's just they're deciding what the trial's going to be, right? Well, well, and if it's justifiable to put somebody on trial for something like that. Yeah. You know, because all your, you're more or less just going against what other people are telling you. Like, oh, oh, she did this, she did that. Oh, she's a witch, she's a witch. But then you know, she's put on trial. I can't imagine she was allowed good representation. Yeah, dude, like, she didn't even get to have a lawyer. Like the m- amount of money involved just to have a lawyer, oh, yeah. a, s- a slave's not gonna. Well, and especially she's been a, being put on trial for being a witch. Yeah, you know, so she's Who at the wants m- to defend that. Yeah. Well, she's at the mercy of the church at that point. Yeah, she's literally at the mercy of the church, which sucks because then it was like church and state was still the same thing. Like that's we, crazy, man. Yeah, we won't get into that because it's a whole nother discussion. That's, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so she's of course she's put through the trial, and we have the Jonathan John. I'm gonna call him John Squared, the Jonathans, <laughs> that the, are just interrogating her. And like I said a little while ago, it's much easier to convict somebody when you have a confession. Yeah. So they pretty much like all the representations I saw. Like, of course, it's like artwork and stuff. But it's like they they literally had Tichaba in the middle of this like circular courtroom and just grilling her for hours they, they literally made her like kneel down and they would stand above her and be like admit it admit it admit it so eventually i think any human being would break Cave, yeah. any human yeah. being would break so she well they've showed it with with kids and stuff or, or younger adults and everything with the police and the police yeah. parading them yeah. and to the point of trying to get him a confession and there's a lot of false confessions out there because of it yeah so they're trying to go away from that but We'll see how they're going to do that. Well, it's it's cruel and unusual punishment. And you just it really it, is. You just want it to end. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I would probably have confessed just to be like, dude, just, just yes, yes. It's, yeah. not, it's not like she had advice. Like, well, yeah, exactly. Otherwise. And with the, like the whole witch's cake and everything, it's like, oh, she's practicing voodoo. And like we were talking about earlier, it's like magic against magic. And they didn't 
you know, in the yeah. last episode, like Magic Against Magic, they didn't like that shit. Well, and she she was a slave, so it's not like she had any of her peers there to back her up, you know. And and the guy who owned her, Mr. Thomas Putnam, who testified against sixty one other accused witches, is not someone you want to testify upon your behalf. Definitely not. Yeah, he already owns you. Like he doesn't care what happens. No, like, you did to to him. She was just a piece of property. Well, he was, in my opinion, after like the research I did, like he was just a scapegoat. It was just things were going wrong. Let's just blame her. You know, that's just it's so fucked up. Well, there was a lot of hysteria too. There was a lot of people like it. Like one of the things is like it spread through the town. People just all of a sudden decided that they had symptoms. It's easy to believe when a couple people are talking. Yeah, and yeah. People hear it. And we talked about last episode about the ergot of people who are hallucinating. You know, yeah. that's. See, I know that people say that they're going. They want to disprove that, but. I always thought that was it. Does just the symptoms from it and the time period and the fact that they ate a lot of wheat yeah. would make sense that they would be suffering from those uh, side effects from ergot. Well, you got to look at poisoning. their you got to look at their super strict religious beliefs, mm-hmm. and then the I the possibility that they were tripping. Yeah. Just just I'm just gonna say the possibility that they were tripping. Well when they you, you read about some or we talked about some of it, like what they were doing, like barking like dogs yeah. and like all they just doing crazy things, throwing themselves on the floor and having fits and you know, wrenching and like dude, speaking that had to in be, tongues. Yeah, that'd be crazy to sit there and watch that if say you for whatever reason didn't eat that wheat, your field wasn't affected. Hey, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with that person? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's possibility that because they would have several different wheat fields. So what if some people got it with the poisoning, and other fields didn't? And so that could explain why some people were driven. We'll yeah. just say, and others weren't. Oh, yeah. And what if you didn't? Like you said, what if you didn't eat that batch of wheat? Exactly. So so they. That's take, my beliefs, anyway. Yeah. See, that's what's interesting about it. Like, they take they take Tichaba in, and she starts to admit the things because they're basically torturing her, yeah. like holding her down and everything. We have a couple of interesting quotes from her. Sometimes like a hog, sometimes like a great black dog. That's what she describes as she saw. That to- that was her, her description of the devil. Oh, interesting. And then there was one more. I seen a little bird suck on another witch's finger. That's so weird. It's so weird. But, you know what, though? Like, what if, that's, what if the person happened to have, like, a canary? Because people kept canaries as pets back then, too. Yeah. Or a little yellow finch or something. And she was just, you know, it's her pet. And so she's just kind of like, hey, little birdie, birdie. And the bird yeah. just comes up. Like, that's that's so innocent to me. Like, I understand if, like, say, it was sucking blood from her finger or something. Yeah. Like, that yeah. may be like, okay, that's a little strange. <laughs> like, to me, it's like, from what I was reading, it's she was just, like, making nonsensical remarks. And, hmm. and everybody in the courtroom was like, she's fucking talking crazy like what the hell is that supposed to mean but it could be anything yeah it could it could literally mean anything and her confessing to this was a huge deal because she was a slave of a of a priest yeah you know of course that's always going to start more and more fucking controversy and every more and more people are like oh god you know witches 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 and then she ends up giving four more names just because she's being berated yeah she ends up giving up a couple people she gives up two names in particular so we got uh, Goody Osborne and Sarah Good, and then two undescript men that she couldn't give the names of. So those two weren't really that good then. <laughs> but uh-huh. Yeah, but um, <laughs> But uh, she was saying that uh, the devil had her write her name in the devil's book. 
Oh, wow. And that's, you know, it's Haitian and what, I don't know exactly, because she's, she was a Wabanaki, but like the devil's book is real big in voodoo and stuff like that. That's kind of what I looked into. Wabanaki, was she, was it? That's Native in, American. I was going to say Native American, so they, they don't really believe in that. So that's like crazy for her to be saying those things. That's obviously that they just broke her down. Yeah. Well, they, she had a couple people saying that they were tempted by the devil as well and shown the, the devil's book and saw her name written in it. So, like, you could testify with, with whatever you wanted to testify. That's why I brought that oh up. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's why I brought that up. You can be like, oh, uh, the devil came to me and showed me his book, and her name was in it. Her name was in it. So, she, <laughs> yeah, and then they would take that shit as... Fact. Yeah. And that's what's ridiculous. You could walk in there with anything. Yeah, hearsay. Yeah, you You're not allowed to do that in court nowadays. You could be like, I had a dream, and she did this in my dream. She's affecting my dreams and giving me nightmares, or he's doing this, or it's you, anything. That's just so that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like if I if if I couldn't live back then, I would have been burned. Yeah, I would have been burned. Like as many people as have had like nightmares with me in them, I'd be fucked. Well, with the nightmare, <laughs> with the nightmares that I have, I'd have to keep my mouth shut because I'd be burned for sure for what I dream about. Yeah. <laughs> so now with her conf- now with her confession, the the magistrates John the, John squared have <laughs> have the the power to convict. They have the power to convict now. Oh jeez. So yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, if she confessed. That's all you really need. Right? Yeah. So they have the power to convict. So now they're offer- they're offering her leniency for more names. She starts spitting off names, like nine names altogether. What a, what can they offer her leniency wise? Not hunger, maybe not, 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 not being hung, so, yeah. like or like maybe living in a cleaner. Like one of the things I'm going to get into. They is don't like, kill her though. Is what you're saying. Yeah, she she's good for now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Until they flip it later. Yeah, like the conditions in the in the jails for the accused witches is unbelievable. <sighs> just living in it, like when we talked about Penhurst, just like that. She's living in their own Dude, clothes. that is crazy. Because Pedhurst was horrid. So she said two, two people that she names are uh, Martha and Giles Corey. They're both in their mid-60s. And she they're just farms people that she just knows by name. So she fucking names them. As, She's just naming people to save her own ass, yeah, basically. Yeah, she just... Okay, this... The, the, they're witches, too. You know, and the big thing is they were both uh, big members of the church. Oh, wow. So now they're thinking that the church has been infiltrated. Yeah. yeah. Like both of them, both uh, J- uh, Martha and Giles being prominent members of the church, being accused of being in the coven by a con- quote unquote confirmed witch. Yeah. The, like, You're going to start questioning everybody at that church now. Yeah. And if it couldn't get any worse, uh, two people named uh, Anne Hutnam Jr. and Mercy Lewis come forward saying that they have had spectral evidence they, that she's come to them in their dreams. And, I can't believe uh, and, that this stuff that is, flew in, in it, court. Yeah, it was admissible. It was admissible. How can you prove otherwise? Yeah. Oh, shit. So the spectral evidence is basically is classified as somebody being appeared in, like, appearing in their dreams or seeing them as a ghost or maybe hearing their voice in your head or, you know, like, oh, I, oh she, was, she was in my head telling me to do this. And <laughs> I'm just blown away. Yeah, it was a thing, though. I, I know, but that, that's what blows me away, is I'm like, I, I can't even imagine living back then when shit like that could happen. I mean, like, it's bad enough now that things happen in court, and we have a whole setup for it to try and prevent 
false evidence. Yeah. But back then, they're just like, bring it on. Whatever you have. Yeah, because it was all, I hate to use the phrase, but it was all superstition and religion. You know, it's, if you had a bad nightmare about somebody more than one night in a row, they're a witch. (laughs) Or maybe, maybe they didn't give you the money enough for their hogs that you sold them or something like that, and you wanted to get them in trouble. Yep. So we're going to move on to April of the same year. So right now the hysteria is just going crazy. Everybody's just accusing everybody. So there's just like wild stories going around. Everybody's like, this person's a witch, this person's a witch. And then John Squared are having all kinds of trials. So they're just sentencing all kinds of people to life in prison. Because like with them, they you get sentenced by them, and then you have to go up to the main government to decide whether you're going to be hung or burned at the stake. It, burn, burning at the stake is actually something that they didn't do. That was a myth. Nice. So it's... They, you would either be hung or actually put in a sack and thrown in a river. They did that more in England, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of fucked up. And the big thing is, like, once you were accused, you were that was it. It's like, I hate to, I hate to use this comparison, but this is, it, it makes sense. The uh, sex offender registry is the same thing. Like, if you were accused as being a witch, you would have to, in today's age, in the same philosophy, you'd have to register as a witch. Wow. Yeah, that's how, like, as soon as you were accused, that was your entire identity. Wow. There, there was nothing you could do about it. And I don't mean to use that phrase to be shocking or anything, but it's a perfect fucking comparison to the way these people were treated. Yeah. So like, that's, it just, this, it's rough. But we're going to keep moving so that there was six more people accused in the next four days. Like, at the beginning of April, by April 4th, there were six more people accused on trial. Wow. So this shit just, it's like a rail, it's just a railroad. And before you know it, there was actually 10 people in jail convicted of witchcraft. They were actually being ready to send up state for their death sentence. Just in that much time. That's, wow. Yeah. And the, one of the big things I wanted to get into with this one is the conditions of the jail, like we kind of talked about a little bit a bit ago. Mm-hmm. I compare them to Penhurst, if not worse. Not good. You know, because think like Penhurst at least had electricity. Yeah. And plumbing. But when you think about when they were sticking some of those people in the other wings, though, they would they didn't have a chance to be able to partake of that. Though they were in the dark, they were in areas of the mm-hmm. asylum that they didn't even use anymore. That's how they got forgotten about and, and left. Yeah, and, exactly. Like yeah. we talked about. In the other podcast, by the way, if you want to listen to it, it's Penhurst. I would greatly advise it. It's a great that was episode. Number, that was number, what, three? Four? Penhurst? Now we got to look that up. Yeah, well, check it out. Yeah, definitely check out. You, you guys are listening to it now, so yeah, check out. We got a bunch of other episodes. So what I'm going to get into now is everybody, if you were related to somebody that was accused as a witch, you were suspected to be a witch. You were just already suspected to be a witch. Like, oh, if your sister was a witch, oh, everybody in the family is probably up to no good. And that's how a lot of people would justify taking stuff from people. Like, oh, he owes me money, so I'm going to accuse him of being a witch because, you know, his sister was a witch and everybody's going to believe it, so I'll be able to get his horses or... Yeah. Or the... Or the, or the land, too. Or the, well, the land, I imagine, I imagine the land would be, like... Number one reason, yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Sarah Good earlier, the girl that Tichaba named... Mm-hmm. So they take they take her into jail, into custody with her four year old daughter. 
That is, I mean, think about, like we said, the conditions of it. A four-year-old living in that? I'm going to yeah. guess she probably didn't make it. And if she did, she's probably messed up for the rest of her life. If they yeah. didn't convict her to death. Well, it's just to just even take the four-year-old, what's the point of that? And that, what I was getting at is, like, if you're related, you're automatically... Yeah, exactly. So did they, they talk anything about it? Was was she put to trial, too? Or is it she they, she does she go to have the same she, fate as her mother? She, well, the, the little... Actually, Sarah ends up being set free. Okay. So it's not a pretty story, but by the end, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't get hung. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I actually thought that they probably, if they, whatever fate her mother met, they'd give it to her too, which is fucked well, yeah, up, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised well, back then. Well, could you imagine being raised in those conditions? Like, okay, you're four years old and this is what you know from now on. It's like being a, in a Spartan, glad, like gladiator, like slave quarters. Yeah. And you just, like, what would you even know what that would be like? Like, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have a latrine, you wouldn't have nothing. No. So the next thing they started doing was going around killing fam- what you would call familiars. That could be this, this the bro- cats this, this or broke birds. My heart. This broke my heart. Like I saw a bunch of like artist renditions of where they were like hanging cats by their tails over fires. And yep. The, That's where yeah. like on some people got the whole thing on Halloween and stuff of doing horrible things to animals because they're believed to be witches familiars. Mm. And so people would go out and well, anything do horrible things to them. Yeah, they could be a bird, a rabbit, yeah. a cat, a dog. It could be a praying mantis. Yeah, it could be anything that yeah. they, they felt was bewitched by that person. Well, like, uh, that's a good way to put it, too, because they're also like the, the practitioner's like connection to the realm of magic and stuff like that. Like, you remember uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? How did we get this far and not mention Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I don't know, but yeah, uh, Salem was her cat. Salem was awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I watched a bunch of the new uh, Netflix series. It's really good. It's, I haven't seen it. It's dark as fuck. Salem is actually, like, uh, this, like, wilderness spirit, and he's, like, a black shadow. It's dope. Nice. <laughs> is it animated, or is it real no, life? No, it's live. Yeah, it's live action. Nice. It's good stuff. Oh, oh continuing. Sorry. <laughs> Now we have a sheriff, George Corman. He comes in to oversee the trials. And this, this guy is corrupt as he can be. He's the guy I was talking about. It was like shaking down like witnesses, getting them to change their testimony for money. And like and when, and when somebody would go to jail for being a witch, he'd go in and like move into their house. And That's just so messed up. He'd, he'd like go move into their house and like sell their property. And just, yeah, he like... I actually read a testimony from him at like one point in time. He was like living in five different houses. He just like go around and like. What the, the fuck? Yeah, dude, the, he's got he's got it made. Well, the That's the way he, the up. way he phrased the way, I forget the exact phrasing, but more or less what he was getting at is like, okay, the dishes are dirty at this house, oh. so I'm gonna go over to this house and eat dinner here. You know, the, this this house has a better bed than this one, so I'm gonna go sleep here. This one's got a better place to like eat my lunch during the day. It's just it's crazy. Wow. He's got summer houses. He was <laughs> taking, he's selling enough shit to make enough money to not yeah. have to do crap. Well, at, like, there was a point where, because he oversaw hundreds of trials. So you, you have no idea how many things he probably really did. Oh, yeah. So, of course, he's, he's now he's in the scene, which is great. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> and now we have the number one plaintiff of this entire story. That is Thomas Putnam. He, as we spoke about earlier, was Chitba's uh, owner, slave owner. Yeah, slave owner. Tichiba. Tichiba, yes. I'm so sorry. It is. 
There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, he's also the one who testified against the 62 witches, that's yeah. including Tichaba. Literally right here in my notes, it says he, it's like he per- participated in every fucking trial. Like, don't you think that's a little bit shady? Expert witness. Like, I'd be like, okay, so, you know, all of them? Well, well, well I mean, this is a small town. So you probably did know all of them. But, yeah. I mean, wh- why why him? Like, Well, it's funny you mention that because he was actually part of what they called the Putnam clan. And they, they literally almost almost ran Salem because there was a Putnam, like, in every office. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. that that makes that makes a big difference. Then that I can understand that because if he would be considered like an expert witness. Well, he was like the mayor, right? And yeah. The priest. Uh, yeah. And he yeah. Priest, so he. So. he yeah. Was, he was like a part of everything. Yeah. So yeah. No wonder they used yeah. him. I I didn't. I wasn't aware. So. So the way I put this together is we're following uh, Tichuba's trial, but we're also following what's happening in Salem itself. Uh, yeah. So at this point, as the trial is going on, there's 101 accusations. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. 181 accusations. Whoa. Yeah, 181 accusations. So that means there's 181 trials set for the books. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. And, been, and of those 181, 62 were what's Well, they Thomas probably Putnam's. just started knocking them out, too. Yeah, just... they're, yeah, they probably did the same thing, asked the same questions over and over again, and they probably berated so many of them already who confessed. Probably and... used the same jurors over and over yeah. again. If they had jurors. Yeah, were, that would be interesting to find out. If they even actually had a jury of peers. Yeah. Th- that'd be pretty interesting. Well, it's not going to be slaves, you know, like for Tichuba. <laughs> She's not going to yeah. have peers like that. Well, that's just because they say that's peers a good point, doesn't they necessarily let, mean your peers well, back he then. Well, he makes a good point. They wouldn't let slaves take the stand. No. Oh, no, not at all. That's fucked up, but it's true. Uh, you know what, though? It's, uh, I bet you if they were to tell people that who were witches, they probably would have let them in there. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's fucked up like that. So here's the crazy thing about this story is like as every like every step of the way there's a new fucking person. Yeah. There's a new person stepping. Who's worse than the one before? Yeah. (laughs) Like Jesus, like they're trying to outdo each other. Yeah. So next now we have George Barrows. George Barrows, and he was a former minister. The Putnam took his place. So he comes in and starts uh, accusing random people, and here's the thing: is he borrowed money from Putnam. So, oh, no. so, so Putnam's like, hmm, like, wait a minute. Like, okay. I know how I'm going to give this money back. So, okay, I talk, we talked about Ann Putnam earlier. <laughs> she was one of the people that, like, accused Tichaba of seeing her spectral form and all that. Yes. So she starts to say that, uh, that uh, Burroughs attacked her. And I wonder who provoked her to say that. You know, she, you know, he borrowed money from Putnam. Yeah. So... So he's basically, she confesses that he attacked her, and then that he confessed to her that he's the king of the witches. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah so he's basically right then and there like, oh, my God, he's the king of the witches. He's the, like everybody in the trial right there is like, oh, she said it. It she, must she, be true. Yeah, so he, they put him under arrest, of course. And he gets railroaded because the thing is he used to be, I keep using the word railroaded, but this is what happened over and over again. Yeah. And he used to be a priest. And oh, my God. Now he's the head witch. Yeah. So he doesn't have anything that he gets to say for himself. Nothing. Nothing at all. So on uh, May 24th, they, the, the John Squared, I'm so glad I came up with that. I can remember their names. They, what, they put together what's called the special court. And this is where they get to actually decide the, the, the conviction and the sentence. 
Because very, very special. Yeah, this special. And board. that consisted of who? John Corwin. And uh, John Hawthorne. Yeah. And and then we had the the head judge, William Statton. So he, <laughs> he, uh, they, the, this is what keeps blowing me away about the story. It's just so many new people. Like it's just the just, honorable judge stuff. That's right, and I I picture this guy as like your classic like douchebag judge with like the powdered wig. And of course, yeah, the 1600s, yeah, yeah. They definitely had the wigs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay, so the special court is put together. The very first trial they have, this like official first trial, is for a 15 year old girl. But back, but you got to think back then though. A 15 year old girl now Basically is she's a child. Yeah. But back then they started marrying women off at 13, so she could already have kids. And and that and that was just how it was back then. Yeah. So her her accuser's name was John Bowden, and he said that he saw her come into his room in the middle of the night and seduce him. Okay. So that means he. He's, yeah. He's probably wishing that would he's happen. Not, he's not a good man. No. And he's trying to get out of it. So he uh, he had said uh, Satan that she had come into his room and taken Satan's form, and just. It's like, come on. It's like, dude, you, you, you did something bad, and now you're trying to cover it up. Yep. You're trying to get your victim in trouble. Man, I'm so glad I wasn't alive then. Mm. Like, yeah, like I said, I would have been burned for so many different reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it, in, the, this, uh, in this particular trial, the, the people in the, in the in not, not the jury pool, but, you know, like the spectators, people come in. Mm-hmm. They started to, like, start writhing around the floor and all, like, like mass hysteria type of thing. It's so strange. Like, yeah, and the thing, like, everybody in, everybody in the court, like, started, like, uh, talking in tongues and freaking out. What the fuck? Like, and, they all were doing it, like, just... All at once. And they were saying that they were bewitched. You know, everybody... Was Who's not to say that they weren't like, shit. yeah, they weren't out in the well, town square all collaborating together, well, being like, if we did. do this, well, here's she's the definitely going to get convicted. Well, this is the trial for the dude that's the head witch. Oh yeah, but he was also yeah. he was also the one who was the priest too, right? That's right. <laughs> so they probably he did something as a priest. They didn't like it, and now they're all going to conspire against him to get him hung. Yep, to get him hung. And the thing is, is that everybody acting crazy and stuff like that was actually put into evidence. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was. I know, but I'm, that's just. Well, I, they've I, probably I'm never seen away. that shit before, oh, yeah. so it's definitely evidence. The, the, uh, yeah, I mean, think about it though. If you if you didn't know what was going on, like yeah, like if if then these people start acting like that, you'd be like, what the hell? Like uh, there was a, a more than one person that like came up to the judge and and said that they felt like needles and like stuff like prickling into their hands and arms and stuff like that, like. So basically, more than one person saying that they felt the same thing. A bunch of corroborating witnesses. Well, all you had to yeah. do, all you would have to do, is hear somebody say that that's what they were feeling, and if you're freaking oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Like, have you ever hyperventilated and felt like pins and needles in your hands? It's like I could imagine that. I've sat on my foot and felt pins and like, needles I, in my foot. I, I've had panic attacks where I've hyperventilated and you get you get oxygen deprived and your hands do feel like pins and needles. Well, from a panic attack, yeah. Uh, I, I thought you were just saying like just you know regular old well, like you're uh, running too fast well, or something. No, what, what I'm getting at is there's probably a good percentage of the people in the in the audience, quote unquote, that genuinely believed what was going on and they had a panic attack. Yeah. And, you know, I, I imagine you know hyperventing hyperventilating from a panic attack would cause that. Yeah. And you get. You can hallucinate from a panic attack with hyperventilating. Yeah, because like you said, you're losing oxygen yeah. to your brain. So uh, I read one sci- uh, one psychologist uh, part take on this is it's called mass psychogenic disorder. 
Hmm. It's a psychogenic G-E-N-I-C disorder. That's when you see other people. That That's when you see other people and you kind of psychosomatically start taking on their symptoms and acting like them. So that That's actually a, a good thing to talk about because, like, right now with COVID, that's probably what people are doing because of, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, it's, you get a cough and then all of a sudden you cough and you found out that they had COVID and now you're like, oh, my God, do I have COVID? And then everyone around you is like, oh, my God, do I have COVID? Well, you want to... You wanna... <clears throat> you want to hearken that to mass hysteria. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, there's, there's, how, what am I trying to phrase here? Like, there's a, a clear way to, like, react. And then when everybody starts freaking out, mm-hmm. shit gets bad. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, uh, here's the fucking, the, I, I've been waiting to use this exact phrase. The hammer falls and they, they sentence him to, as guilty. Wow. Yeah, he, he gets and that's on uh, June second, sixteen ninety two. He's uh, the first person in this special court to be sentenced to death. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And they did probably do it like immediately after, right? They just walk right out and hang him, or. So that was when he got a sentence on Ju- on June second, sixteen ninety two. He was sentenced to be hanged by the neck until dead, because uh, they ran into a lot of times where when you hung somebody, because if you survived your execution, they actually had to let you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. You know, like, so... If they didn't have the rope tight enough or it was it was too loose or it was too tight, you you the net wouldn't snap. And you could just sit there and suffocate. Yeah. But if they dropped the rope and you're still not dead because you were just suffocating, but you got air again, you're yeah. alive. So they had to, by law, they had to change the wording uh, hung by the neck until dead. Nice. <laughs> so he, he was kept in jail on uh, June 10th, June 10th, 1692. He... He was the first. They the phrase was he was the first to swing. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was the first to swing. Classy. Yeah, right. And uh, the thing is, is the crowd thought they were all about it until they saw somebody hung. In front yeah. Of and you know, like because when like it anymore after that. Well, uh, here's a big thing, and I, you know, here's a, you guys guys later in a later episode, I'm gonna use Gold Star, but here's a little bit of a Gold Star moment, and I'll explain. Gold Star is if you if you get through this and you don't feel weird, you get a Gold Star. So <laughs> the the people would typically, when they would be hung like that, the, uh, once you die, you actually void your bowels oh. and uh, you actually go into convulsions. So it's a very scary thing to look at. Like yeah. a, imagine, imagine being like a, just a random peasant and you see somebody hung and they die and they, they actually would have what they would call excrement buckets underneath people that they would hang. Wow. Because, yeah. And if you thought it was a witch and they had some crazy convulsions too well, that would add out. that's a good point that would be a good point too You're like oh like they're having crazy ass convulsions that must be a witch yeah but think about it though if they saw that and you know what they're starting to think is oh wow i just falsely accused that person yeah what if someone does that to me and that's me up there holy shit this shit is real yeah you, you really would have to and here's the thing is it really did start to upset people Mm-hmm. Like a, an actual judge on the judge on the council of the special court actually left after that hanging. Wow. Yeah, he he. I, I didn't write down his name because like we're already in like thirty names deep, but he he left the court. Wow. He, he just. I mean, I can imagine that that's got to be hard to look at. Yeah, and you know, and here's the thing: is the trials continued, and just more and more people, more and more people. On uh, July nineteenth, five male five males were hung. And uh, Sarah Good was actually there as well. So, she, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was She was there. She didn't get hung. Man. She was forced to witness it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there was five males that I didn't write down the name. Like I said, just names 
we're in so many names deep, but that they were all hung at the same time. And this uh, leads us into the trial of George Burroughs, the guy we were talking about earlier. He was uh, the guy that borrowed money from George Putnam. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had uh, his maid, his name, her name was Mercy Lewis, and she testified it against George Putnam. She uh, quoted, He told me to write in his book or he'd kill me. And that's all pertaining back to like the devil's book we were talking about, like signing your name and everything like that. Yeah. So he's another one of these guys that just, as soon as he gets accused, it just all comes out of the woodwork. He gets accused by another woman named Abigail Williams. She actually called him the black minister. Oh, wow. Yeah, she accused him, of course, of like coming into her home in the middle of the night as a specter and, and you know, doing all the, you know what I'm talking about, you know, the, the worst acts you can imagine. So she blames it on him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, the of course the court the the court just like goes into hysterics because of this guy used to be a minister and it's 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 like the talk of the town at this point. And what we got to remember is everything is so religiously driven. There is a famous quote: "He was a king in Satan's kingdom." That's crazy. Like he was because he was accused of being the king of the witches. Yeah. And if you're accused of being a king in Satan's kingdom, especially in a group of Puritans. Anything pertaining to Satan. Yeah, you got to imagine how bad that was. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's it'd be like God today. I couldn't even think of an equivalent today of like how bad you'd be seen. You know, like just how despised you. Nazi. Be. Not well. There you go. Yeah. There yeah. You go. So one of the really interesting things about Barrows is like he used to be a priest, but at the at during his trial and everything, he denounced even the existence of witches. He's like, you guys are crazy. Like, this, this isn't real. Like, you guys are crazy. Like, witches don't exist. Yeah. So, of course, that was blasphemy. You know, <laughs> right then and there, he's like, they're like, okay, he just, he just denounced the, 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 the word of the Lord, so he's obviously a witch. Yeah. Just by saying that the, the, the witches don't exist. They're like, okay, yeah, he's a witch just because he said that. <laughs> that's that's the thing that I like through reading through all this stuff. It just blows my mind just how many little things. You're like, oh, that's proof. Oh, that's proof. There we go. That's proof. Yeah. No, that there was some time to live, man. Like, I, I just can't. I can't even imagine living back then where the littlest thing could get you killed. And not even just speaking the littlest thing, like you drink the wrong water and you get typhoid and then you're all dead. I mean, you had to worry about that shit. But then, then not only... People feel spited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had to worry about everything back then. So on uh, August 19th, George is brought to the gallows. Nice. You know, for, for his hanging. And here's the thing is, he, resorts the Lord, he uh, recites the Lord's Prayer. And a witch, a witch is not, can't say the Lord's Prayer because they're in service of the devil. Yeah. So that, uh, that, of course, the crowd starts to be like, let him go, let him go, let him go. Yeah. And then they, they, they hang him. They hang him anyway. Oh. Like the, the whole crowd's like in an uproar. They're like, he recited the Lord's Prayer. He's obviously not a witch. That's crazy. I mean, even to, up until the end when they have proof right then and there of him not being a witch and they still hang the fucker. Yeah. Oh, and the whole and like <clears throat> the thing is, is the crowd almost rioted. They're like, they're, if he was a witch, there's no way that he could have 
said the Lord's Prayer, you know, like, Our Father, our art in heaven. I don't know it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be the name. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you got further than I did. I know the whole thing, but I just got <laughs> tongue-tied. Yeah, for, and then, so here's, here's where we get to this really infamous, they call it the September Executions. <clears throat> and in the book that I read, the actual chapter is literally called the final bloody chapter. Wow. Yeah, so they, they hang nine more people by the end of the month. Nine more, nine more people by the end of the month, and then seven more people in the next, in the, in the following month. But by September second, there's seven more people hung. Wow. Yeah, it's just at that point, it's just everybody pointing fingers, and that, and at this point, the town actually starts to uh, protest the hangings. Good. Yeah, because they, they're actually protesting the hangings because one. They're seeing people that actually can, like, beat the trial. Prove that they're not guilty, yeah. One of the big protesters was a prominent wealthy man in Salem. His name was uh, Thomas, Thomas Brattle. Was that how we decided to pronounce it? B-R-A-T-T-L-E. Hey, if you guys know and we are wrong, please, please correct us. Please correct us, yeah. <laughs> so he had enough money to, like, throw... Like, he started providing, like, attorneys for the accused and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then the these people still weren't getting their due. You know, they weren't being treated properly. So uh, he ends up taking it up to the higher courts in Massachusetts, not just in Salem and Boston or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So he he takes it up to the higher the higher courts, and they start decreeing these laws of like there's a lot more stricter like they by law now it's a lot much more stricter um, accusation. You got to have a lot more proof. So, like, at you know, there's, like, you can't have a dream anymore and say that person's a witch. Yeah, you have to have, you, probably have physical proof. Right. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, uh, you know, like, I've got boils and it's, it's their well, fault. Yeah, well, you also have syphilis. Did they do that, too? No. Yeah. You're just a hoe. So, at this point, there's a lot of, there's, at, the, at this point, there's all kinds of people being pardoned. So, uh, most of the people in jail, which would be my case, they start retracting their confessions. Mm. Nice. You know, and without a confession, and they haven't gone to trial yet. So the judges of the special court that we were talking about before, they start frantically trying to, like, rush trials and rush verdicts. Because they're, they're trying to, like, get their numbers, so to speak. Well, yeah, they want to get that done before all the... They're basically not allowed to do it anymore. Time's, they want to get what they've worked on time's done. Time's running out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Cotton Mather, our guy that started the story off, mm. he writes an article called Improper Accusations. Nice. And, and uh, this article kind of brings light to, like, what's going on. And, like, because not all of the world is superstitious, to that extent, anyway. Yeah. So he, uh, this this article, is, I forget the name of the newspaper that it was put in, but so many people read it. It, it, hel- it helped change people's opinions. It got people out of jail. And I think it's interesting that Cotton Mather's writing, like, it's what started our story, and it's what's kind of bringing us to an end on this story. Yeah, full circle. It's pretty interesting that he was there. You know, he initially was there, and he was like, oh, these people are witches. And then, like, towards the end, he starts writing, like, these people are being falsely accused. You're like, it's unnecessary punishment. You know, mm-hmm. you, should see the, you should see the conditions of these people. They're getting accused over this and that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So in October... In, Octo- in October, the Massachusetts government actually dis- dissolves the special court, completely dissolves the special court. Good. Yeah, so they can't even do, like, witch trials anymore. They're not even allowed. Good. Completely dissolved. And anybody that has been convicted over spectral evidence is released from jail. That hasn't already been killed. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, hasn't I already know. been killed. Can you imagine being a family member of that and then you living to see them do that and being like, God. 
like my family member should not have been killed. My husband would still be here or my child would still be here or, you know, whatever. Had they just gotten that out sooner, yeah. that, that had to have been so hard. So then the next big thing is the governor, the governor of Massachusetts pardons every person in jail that's accused of being a witch. Nice. Pardons everybody. And then, of course, we have our judge, William Statton, that puts up a fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, of course. Because that's... That's his reputation. Yeah, that's... Like, this is what I'm known for. Yeah, he, that's... He, it's, what's he going to make a living on anymore? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, later later in that month, Tichuba is released from jail. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then in 1703, the general court decided that being a witch was no longer an accusable crime. Good. Nice. Yeah. So that's the story of the Salem Witch Trials. That's... Wow, that yeah. is just a whole bunch of people being assholes and then finally taking the law to smack them down and be like, yeah. you know what no that's not okay oh, yeah and this is a three in history's first two-parter and i was really happy with it you know like uh yeah like uh i was really worried that i might have kind of like forgotten some of the research because i did it so long ago but like in doing the episode it just like came right back to me like oh yeah, yeah exactly because i wrote down my notes because the stuff i wrote down was interesting and it kept the story going so yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks again for being here with us, guys. We all appreciate it. Again, I'm Keith. And this is Zolana. I'm Jacob. And then where, and where can you find us? Uh, you can find us by searching nerdybones.podbean.com. And we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find your podcast at. And also, we would like you to add us on Facebook at 3 in History Podcast and leave us a review as we greatly do appreciate that. Thanks, guys. And uh, if anybody has any uh, subjects they want us to go over, uh, give us an idea. Yeah, the, actually, I was thinking about it. The best way to hit us up is on our Facebook page. Yeah, if you, you have any hit, suggestions, let hit, us know. Yeah, hit us up with a DM. Like, uh, uh, that's, I think that is probably the quickest way for us to like read your comments and stuff like that. Or, yeah. or just leave a, leave a review, and that's a good way for us to read it, too. Yeah. All right, so the, my next big deep dive is I'm going to bring you guys the history of the electric chair. Nice. That was going to be fun. And you guys got some projects on the books you feel like sharing? Uh, then we, we've mentioned Yodagi. Uh, I want to do Elizabeth Bathory. That's going to be awesome. This the Blood awesome. Countess. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.